I was a cast member on Saturday Night Live for seven years. Then my contract was up. I was going to be starring in a new show called 30 Rock in the role of Jenna. Have you guys seen 30 Rock? Yeah, I'm not Jenna. That was back in 2006, and strangers still ask me, Why aren't you on 30 Rock? What happened with 30 Rock? Are we going to see you on more 30 Rock? 30 Rock. If you are one of those, oh, I don't have a television, people, then I will give you a brief background. Of course, if you don't have a television, then none of the following will matter to you. But let me tell you, this is the very important stuff you are missing while you are playing the fiddle or telling stories by firelight or whatever it is you do instead of watching TV. 30 Rock is a show about the backstage happenings at an SNL-type comedy show called The Girly Show. Created by and starring Tina Fey, produced by Lauren Michaels, who, for you actively non-TV people, is also the creator and producer of Saturday Night Live. Also starring Alec Baldwin and four other actors Tina had worked with previously, Tracy Morgan from SNL, Jack McBrayer and Scott Adsit from Second City, and briefly, me from both SNL and Second City. After we shot the pilot, I got a call from my agent. They're changing the show. Or he may have said, they're going in a different direction. In showbiz, you hear that phrase a lot. At best, it means you are being replaced by a black man. Oh, I couldn't have done that part. Now it's about a black man. The character of Susie is now named Jamal. See? (laughs) They went in a different direction. At worst, the different direction is the direction of away from you. As in, we don't much care for you. At the time, I was not even upset by this news. I was told that the show, which in the pilot had included real sketches within the context of the sitcom, was now no longer going to have sketches. Instead of a sketch performer, they wanted more of a sitcom ingenue type. If you have been in the acting business for any length of time, you don't take this stuff personally. Replacements in pilots happen all the time. Everyone always refers to the fact that Lisa Kudrow was replaced on Frasier, and look what happened to her. She went on to do Friends. It's the anecdote that always gets trotted out of the barn whenever an actor is consoling another for being kicked off a job. Besides, Tina called me up and said that instead of Jenna, she had thought up a different role for me to play. Actually, many roles. I would appear in various episodes as a different character each time, popping up in the show in all sorts of incarnations. I thought this idea was unique. I'd never seen anything like it before, and I thought it could be fun to be a sort of Where's Waldo character within the show. Plus, I felt way more comfortable doing these kind of parts than playing Jenna, a diva type who, in the pilot, sort of tries to seduce Alec Baldwin. No one needs to see me try to seduce. I think that would be grim and awkward for all parties involved. I felt fine about the whole situation, and then things started to go in a different direction. For one thing, this story became instantly public. Before, I had a mild level of fame, not the type to land me in a blurb in Vanity Fair, spotted dining in one of New York's hotspots, Rachel Dratch had the duck confit. But after I got replaced on the pilot by Jane Krakowski, oh boy, was I a celebrity. I had never been this mentioned in the press or this buzzed about for my whole career until now that something bad was happening. Someone's getting fired? (gasps) Tell me everything. Now wait, who is Rachel Dratch again? It was everywhere. What a downer for a dratch, read the articles. And here's where the story turns ugly, literally. The general opinion seemed to be that it wasn't about sitcom or sketch. It was about attractiveness. It was about pretty. The internet, magazines, and news stories all gingerly speculated that I had been replaced by a more attractive actor and that this was the only reason I had been replaced. Well, the newspapers and magazines did so gingerly. There was nothing gingerly about the internet. When I first got hired on SNL, I was warned by the other actors, don't read what they say about you on the internet. But with newfound fame, that's like telling a child, whatever you do, don't look behind this door. My fellow cast member, Anna Gasteyer, would call the act of reading people's comments about yourself on the internet, cutting, as in the mental illness of cutting yourself with sharp objects. She'd come in and say, well, I cut last night.
Occasionally, you would look online if you were feeling masochistic. Early in my SNL career, I stopped pretty much for good when I saw one comment that hit me in the face like a frying pan. Actually, that was the comment. It said I looked as if I'd been hit in the face by a frying pan. I arrived on the 30 Rock set to play my first little character. Because I still had a part on the show, I was in the unique situation of being there for the reshoot of the pilot I had shot a few months earlier. Most actors we placed on pilots aren't then hanging around to see how all the action goes down when they no longer have the part. No matter, I'm a professional, I thought. As I walked onto the set of the backstage area and rounded the bend, it occurred to me I might need more than professionalism. I might need superhuman Zen master strength. There, surrounding me, were these huge pictures of Jane Krakowski posing as various characters in the posters for The Girly Show. There was Jane dressed as a little girl with a huge lollipop. There she was as a grumpy old lady clutching her purse. In a way, the posters were no surprise.